multipolarism real or is it just a paper tiger for the same globalist game we've been playing for generations? What does BRICS mean for the global order and does it still follow the rules of the UN? All this and more. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Create Your Own Life Show. I am your host, Jeremy Ryan Slate, the CEO of Command Your Brand, and we help companies to combat cancel culture by placing on the right podcasts and new media. You can grab our new PR book, ranked number one in Amazon over at bestpodcastbook.com. Reminder before we get into today's conversation, to comment on, like this video, and smash that subscribe button if you support liberty, freedom, and want to build a better future. So today I have a guest that I'm very excited to have on um, somebody was actually introduced to me by um, two-time and soon-to-be third-time guest of the show, Hervoye Morich. Uh, we have with us <clears throat> Yuri Roshka. Um, Yuri, thanks for hanging out with me today, sir. Hello. Thank you for uh, inviting me. <laughs> so, so for people that may not be familiar with you and, and what you do, Yuri, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and your background, sir. Okay. I am a professional uh, journalist. I'm working in this uh, profession during more than 40 years. I am a publisher. I am uh, editing and publishing many books, my books, books which are translated from other languages. I am translator. I used to be a politician during 30 years. I was four times a member of parliament and uh, twice vice, ch vice chairman of parliament. After that short period of time, I was deputy prime minister. And I finished my political career in 2009. And now I am uh, only concentrated on my professional activity as journalist and publisher. And if you like uh, anti-globalist uh, fighter, yeah, <laughs> conservative and Christian Orthodox. That's it. I guess looking at it then, you know, one of the things I found very interesting is there's this whole argument, and I, I mentioned it in the introduction about multipolarism and what it means on the global scale. And mm -hmm. you actually put a lot of attention on there. Um, you know, you've said it's no conspiracy theory. There really is one global center of power. And I guess, how does that relate to these arguments we're currently hearing about multipolarism? Yeah, if you permit me, I will make a joke if you want. Sure. I translated uh, the book of Mr. Professor Dugin, Alexander Dugin from Moscow, exactly 10 years ago. The theory of uh, multipolarity world, yeah? The theory of multipolarity was uh, conceptualized by Alexander Dugin, who is uh, perceiving for many of us as uh, the brain of Putin. It's, it is not exactly true, but it looks like, yeah? Uh, 10 years ago, I, I heard this uh, illusion that maybe this project to reorganize international relations and to have uh, uh, different centers of power, strategic uh, capacities of diff on different uh, regions of the world. And uh, I uh, consumed a, a lot of uh, uh, books. Carl Schmidt and others, 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 sea power, land power, and all this stuff. And I was very enthusiastic about it. I translated four books of Mr. Professor Dugin, 
this is uh, uh, another book, uh, but to be short in this story, one year ago at 29 of uh, April, uh, Professor Dugin and Ministry for Foreign Affairs organized an international conference on multipolarity. And I was invited to talk to this audience. Every participant had about five, six, six minutes. My point was that during last uh, period of time, especially after so-called special operation COVID-19 scandemic, I became very skeptic about this uh, multipolarity and alternative civilization and conf real confrontation between collective West and uh, Russia plus China and BRICS story and so on. And uh, I said in my uh, speech that in this real international situation, when it is obvious for all normal people that we are under only one center of real power, multipolarity could be seen as desirable future, not an international reality, as uh, Mr. Tucker Carlson said to Mr. Putin yesterday. Yeah, it is an illusion. It is a, a, a maybe hope, maybe desire, but not a reality. And uh, I started to to study very profoundly the UN agenda. I started with UN Agenda 21 with the Rio summit in 1992. And I came back to several decades to understand the roots, ideological, political, financial roots of this one world governance throughout UN and different agencies of this uh, globalist institution. I can show you just several books. Rosa Coeri, Rosa Coeri, UN, uh, Behind the Green Mask, UN Agenda 21. Or if you want, the best uh, American uh, writer on this uh, topic, Mr. Patrick Wood. Mr. Patrick Wood, uh, Technocracy, the Hard Road to World Order. Another one, Technocracy Rising, the Trojan, Trojan Horse uh, of Global Transformation. And the last one, uh, Patrick Wood, The Evil Twins of Technocracy and Transhumanism. And another person who is friend of mine now, and who is quoted by, quoted by Mr. Patrick Wood, is this guy from Sweden, very important one. His name is Jakob Nordengard. He sent me uh, this book, and I am studying now this book, Rockefeller, Contro Rockefeller, Controlling the Game. And to make my long story, uh, story shorter, if you understand the roots of League of Nations, the roots of so-called UN, you understand who provoked and to gain, who gained financially and politically uh, uh, the influence and power at international level after first uh, world war, uh, war, the second one, and who was able during 
many years to build step by step this mass perception of total threat of permanent emergency of permanent crisis uh, climate change global warming uh, different scandemic and covid-19 first of all uh, and all this stuff uh, cyber uh, polygon wef and if you we understand this kind of uh, instruments of control and maybe we have to mention once again agenda un agenda 2030 and those exactly 17 goals that's it and if you if you are smart enough to see that the same strategies are imposed in us in uk in europe in russia in china in african continents everywhere it is naturally obvious to discover this <laughs> this situation and to ask yourself uh, at which level we can accept these contradictions and even worse as part of this scenario this kind of conflicts between russia and ukraine and behind ukraine a proxy war of course nato us and so on but those conflicts are not contra not contradict the common agenda on the contrary they are accelerating the same agenda to impose one world government that's why <laughs> i am so shocked uh, when i am seeing that serious people from alternative media from conservative networks from us or uh, uh, european countries uh, some of them are friends of mine are obsessed by Putin, by uh, BRICS, by uh, so uh, long story about how successful is this project. We have to remind, to keep in mind that international water, which is built by Rockefeller uh, family and other uh, plutocrats, uh, its name is New International Economic Order. So, if you have WHO, excuse me, WTO, World Trade Organization, you have, for example, IMF, World Bank, or uh, an organization which is not so visible for, for many of us, BAS. Bank of International Settlements. In Basel. We are, yeah, in Basel. When you are receiving permanent information about uh, total digitalization, about surveillance capitalism, about 15 minutes cities, about uh, uh, biometrics and all this stuff, you it is very easy to discover that in, in China, or in Kazakhstan, or in Russia, or in the US, we have the same story. That's why I am uh, uh, convinced that today we have not any country which is in real opposition with global power. 
So, so let me yeah. let me ask you this then, Yuri, because I think that the thing that's confusing and disconcerting to people is, um, and I and I I understand what you're saying, and I I totally get it, and that makes sense. But I guess for the regular person, the thing that that's disconcerting is okay. Well, China's our enemy now, and Russia's our enemy now, and like, how do we? How do we reconcile those things? Because I think for a lot of people, they end up like like what I what I see happening is oh, people yeah. <laughs> they, they they keep running down every rabbit hole, right? Like rather than staying yeah. on like what is the main target. And I guess how do you handle that, and how do you stay on the main target? It is it is very easy to discover this big secret, which is <laughs> obvious for uh, anybody who is able to to avoid manipulation by mainstream media where we have to talk about false dichotomies about false rivalry rivalries about about false opposition about false resistance that, that's that's really interesting by the way because I, I i have one of my really good friends uh dr jason dean he's been on the show a couple times he, uh -huh. he's a he's a big believer in most of what we deal with is uh is isn't actually real opposition a lot of it is just kind of set up but anyway continue no no uh <clears throat> Look, uh, you have not any chance to be uh, able to understand this kind of uh, realities without profound, deep learning, if you want, of recent history, of the origins of these problems. And if you have this kind of reaction as, as a lumpen person, who is watching a, a, a football match or who is following uh, with sympathy or with hate one or another candidate during electoral campaign, you cannot understand anything. And the trap is that mainstream media, Western mainstream media, uh, is very hostile to Russia, China, BRICS, and so on and so forth. And this, this situation creates the illusion that those uh, countries are alternative project to global governance. It is not true. Why? First of all, I, I'd like to say just several words about so-called Washington consensus, about <laughs> neoliberal agenda, about if you want... Uh, uh, Chicago boys and all this stuff, the uniformization, the the universal acceptance of the same neoliberal rules. Everybody, politicians, uh, political analysts are perceiving these new geopolitical realities as axiomatic one. And this reality is not axiomatic. It is disputable and it is regrettable that all politicians became, or, or maybe with some uh, exceptions, who are neutralized very quickly, physically, or just eliminated from uh, political uh, activity, like, like myself. <laughs> I was not able to accept uh, so-called Russian discourse and so-called Western discourse. That's why my party and myself were, was eliminated from politics, because with whom you are. I am with my national interests. I am able to, to, and others like me, able to elaborate some strategies with 
to cooperate with other countries, not to subordinate ourselves to different uh, globalist entities, but it is impossible now. We have so tragic example, examples during the last uh, several decades. And of course, Russia today is a target country for collective West. And it is a geopolitical uh, constance. It is a permanent element of this Anglo-Saxon strategy and German strategy and others to to destroy Russia and to and to uh, gain all these uh, huge uh, natural resources. It is obvious, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that Russian rulers understand the meaning of this kind of games and they are able to protect their nation uh, when non-military wars are much more efficient than military wars military wars are visible and it is easy to understand but when we are talking about uh, cultural wars when we are talking about hollywood mass destruction uh, uh, weapons when we're talking about murder by injection and so on and so forth ideological uh, media psychological operations and so on and so on not every politician or political analyst is able to understand it i can give many examples in this sense, with concrete books or with concrete uh, examples from different uh, regions of the world. Globalists were and still are very successful in reshape collective mind of uh, all societies, of, of global society. We are thinking, we are perceiving ourselves a part, as part of global society. And uh, this kind of homogenization, we can talk about clothes, for example, unisex, or way of uh, living, way of organizing your economic and social uh, models. Everybody must be, to quote another famous American uh, journalist and writer, uh, he, Thomas, uh, his name is doesn't matter. He is repeating this phrase, this expression, the straight golden jacket. The straight golden oh, Thomas, jacket. Thomas Friedman. Exactly. The, the, New York, the New York Times writer, Thomas Friedman. Exactly. Thomas okay. Friedman. And so, so we were talking about his book, uh, Lexus, the Lexus the Olive Tree, The Theory on Globalization. That yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have three books of this guy. The last was, one is. Uh, that was Luther. some of the propaganda I was forced the, to the read. World in high flat, the world is flat, and after that, flat. Uh, cold, uh, flat, uh, flat, hot, and crowded. Yes, overpopulated. Yeah, this crowded. this was some of the the propaganda I was forced to read in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I studied these books. Uh, I discovered this book some uh, twenty years ago, and it helps me to understand the meaning of globalist uh, capacity to poison our way of thinking and acting and reacting. And we can continue, not only this problem. We have to 
find the roots of this deviation. But it is too long story about modernity, about scientism, about anthropocentrism, about rationalism, about positive thinking, positive ideology, uh, transgenderism, feminism, and so on and so forth. All these things are linked. They are very sophisticated. And without deep penetration throughout uh, many, many, uh, or by many, many personal efforts, it is not so easy to understand. Here in my country, we have the same obsession. Some of, uh, part of my uh, uh, friends, or if you want, citizens of my country, are obsessed by Russia. Putin is a savior. Other part is hating Russia because they are poisoned by globalist propaganda, Soros network, and who is right, who is wrong. Both of them, both sides, are wrong. wrong. And we, are, we have to talk about perception management. How, how it is possible to, to talk about alternative civilization, alternative bloc, alternative uh, group of countries, which is enlarging permanently now. I, I, I suppose that in several weeks, uh, months, or maybe years, all countries will be part of uh, BRICS, even US. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, because... let's let's take a look at that then, because BRICS was the next thing I, I wanted to get into. And yeah, yeah. so, so I, I pulled a quote from one of your recent articles uh, and you said, quote, it's worth remembering that the very idea of creating this conglomerate of states with the acronym BRICS did not come from within any of them. It is the work of the transnational mega corporation Goldman Sachs, exactly. one of the key players in the world financial sharks. I also note that Goldman Sachs is one of the key owners in the Fed which understand at some point this group of countries could represent a huge opportunity for new investment. So I guess we're looking at it like, how does the Fed connect to BRICS and how does BRICS have to do with this global agenda? Look, the, the person who invented this project, who, who has written this report, his name is Jim O'Neill. It is very easy to verify it. You can check it now. Mm -hmm. uh, in, tw in 2003, I, I think. But the project is much older than, than this uh, report. You have to remember the first secret visit of Mr. Henry Kissinger in China in mm -hmm. 1971. And after him, Nixon came as official president. And uh, who was this guy, Henry Kissinger? Right hand of David Rockefeller. Why they discovered and reinvented China? Because of some very important reasons. <clears throat> to deindustrialize, to destroy the industrial, the industrial and rich countries, Western countries, and to transform China in the, in the global factory of everything, like today. Who invested? the money in China in China's model under Mao and under Xi Jinping today. Wall Street bankers, uh, uh, global plutocracy, and high-tech corporations. Yeah? Why? Because globalization means to destroy successful societies, 
and to make them poor as countries from, from former third uh, world. This is a meaning. And if you remember now this process of so-called deregulation, Margaret Thatcher and uh, Reaganomics and so on, deregulation meant the imposition of religion of free tradeism, free trade. Yeah. And free trade represents the most important tool to destroy uh, nation states. And it works everywhere under uh, WTO, under bilateral or multilateral agreements and, uh, and so on. And um, globalists invented BRICS in order to use cheap labor initially. Now we are all of us are useless eaters and to use the opportunity of huge markets from China, from India, from Brazil, from Argentina, from Russia. This is the meaning. Not to make happy those people, those nations, but to use this economic opportunity. And uh, another motivation is that usually uh, Europeans and Americans are uh, able to, uh, to fight back when they are, uh, they are under risk to lose their freedom. In Eastern and Southern societies, it is not so uh, uh, frequent uh, state of mood and the character of uh, nations. They are obedient nations, usually. And that's why uh, BRICS was uh, built. Another story, the short story of capitalism. First of all, they <laughs> invented this project of capitalism, money, money lenders and uh, bankers and uh, uh, commercial people, yeah, in uh, some uh, Italian cities. And after that, they came to Poland, and after that to UK, and after that to US, and now <laughs> US. We are talking about private entities, about people without any national, religious, civilizational roots and loyalties. Now China is okay. Why not? China is okay. India is okay. And the uh, rise of American empire was very successful for them. For many reasons, they are destroying now uh, American nation throughout mass invasion, throughout so many economic and social problems, and so on and so forth. Because for them, uh, U.S. is not important anymore. And that's why it is very funny to follow the same naive way of thinking. Oh, our friends from everywhere are applauding the disappearance of dollar, de-dollarization. Oh, how, how great is this uh, historical event. Finally, Bretton Woods are finished and now what next, I have to ask. But after dollar, we will have CBDC. Central, Central Bank, Bank, Central Bank digital, digital currency. Digital currencies, that's it. 
-hmm. Now we have in Russia, in China, in US, uh, digital uh, the preparedness for digital dollar, digital yuan, digital ruble, and so on and so on. If you appreciate the work that we do here and you want to support this show, the biggest way you can do that is by supporting the products that we know, use, and love and that I recommend for you here on the show. The first that I want to talk about is MyPillow, literally one of my favorite products. The MyPillow Classic is what I use every single night. It's handled a lot of my neck pain, a lot of my back pain. As you guys know, I've been a competitive powerlifter since my early 20s. I've retired from that, but I still take pretty good care of myself, and I'm still pulling some heavy weights as I pulled 500 last week on deadlift. And uh, our favorite product from we travel is actually the MyPillow Travel Pillow. And it's one of the things that we actually give to absolutely everybody. It is a great product to fall asleep on. So if you want to go to MyPillow.com slash C-Y-O-L, there's some really great holiday deals over there. You can get up to 66% off of select products. Also, one of the biggest changes in my life over the years has been handling a lot of the parasites in my body. A number of years ago, I did a cleanse with uh, Dr. Jason Dean, and we removed these things called liver fluke from my body. They were actually eating my liver. It was kind of crazy. And every few months, I do either a parasite cleanse or his full moon detox that he's doing right now. So if you want to head over to bravetv.store slash C-Y-O-L and uh, grab some of his amazing products over there. I know he has a great holiday special going on right now as well. Support our sponsors. They help this show to continue, and they help us to do what we're doing. And we could not do it without you. And you could do it just by uh, using the power of the purse and uh, supporting the products that we love. Thanks. So is that the thing we should be watching versus watching like the dollar versus bricks? Is that kind of like like the shell game that they have us watching? What we should be watching is more of the, the CBDCs? No, look. Uh, So-called national CBDCs are the same control of uh, uh, global plutocracy, especially Rothschild uh, uh, family, because BAS is under control of Rothschilds. BAS is coordinating all countries, all central banks, with exception of this North Korea, maybe I don't know other one or two countries, without any great uh, geopolitical relevance and they are preparing this historical transformation digital currencies and universal uh, income and so on and so on and social score and all this uh, stuff are linked yeah but so-called digital national currencies chinese russian uh, american are just a short step for universal digital currency. Now, you know, uh, several uh, days, I think, uh, ago, in UN was adopted a special paper about uh, universal taxation. Wow. First of all, first of all, in human history, UN will impose, I don't know many details, but I, I uh, sure. received this information from different sources, what it means. UN is presenting itself as global government, not governance as process, but government which is imposing taxation uh, to their uh, citizens, global citizens. And that's why those conflicts are important, but they are, they are distracted our attention for the main, for the core issue global governance is uh, 
a geopolitical reality. That's why I am insisting that we have to renounce on our illusions. Many so-called political political analysts or commentators or thinkers are insisting that we have to repeat the same mantra of classical geopolitics about the conflict be between commercial civilization and uh, rural civilization, continental civilization and sea power and all this stuff. It's finished. Why? Because under technocratic era, under techno technologic control of and economic control of all, all humanity, it this uh, division lost its relevance. Conflicts are only horizontal <coughs> and at much more lower level. On the top, above everything, we have this uh, global governance. And uh, if you saw my articles, I am not just talking, I am trying to, to present my arguments. I am studying very carefully, carefully all basic documents of, for example, uh, BRICS. And it is very easy to discover that BRICS is founded on uh, UN rules, UN Agenda 2030, uh, climate change religion, that, that uh, was something you mentioned. That was something you mentioned yeah. in your article. That was actually yeah. a, a surprise to me, as you said that um, if if you look at it, like it's actually subservient to those rules of the of the UN agenda, um, and it it doesn't go against them, which is surprising because I don't think people consider it that way. Well, you know, <clears throat> to be honest, uh, I don't care how is perceiving this uh, very sophisticated heresy for, by uh, ordinary people. Hmm. I am not a Republican. I am not in favor of mass democracy, and I, I know that uh, average person cannot understand this kind of stuff. They, that's why plutocracy invented mass democracy, to manipulate masses, not to make them happy and free and uh, uh, so on and so forth. That's why don't afraid that somebody don't understand. It's about <laughs> their tragedy, their stupidity. I cannot change it. And our... And during all human history, not masses, are making the history, but elites, good or, good or, good or bad, bad elites. Uh, now we have demonic, Luciferian elites, satanic elites who are ruling the world. But in every single nation, we have enough people who are able, ready to fight back and to protect their nation, even if it will cost personal sacrifice, their lives. And we are in crisis times now. And in, during the crisis times, we have very, very huge and important opportunity to discover new leaders, not Putin, not Biden, not Trump, not others, but uh, organic, natural, honest, fighters for the good of people without this crisis it is impossible when the situation is stable when the situation is much more or less under their control you cannot manifest yourself in political field 
in, in America or in Russia, in China, <laughs> it, it is clear, yeah? That's why it is uh, a special gift of Almighty God to live in crisis time. And we are now in crisis time. Mm -hmm. And we have to abandon this illusion that we are living uh, to have uh, nice clothes and nice car and nice houses and uh, uh, all this stuff. Of course, <laughs> all of us uh, have this kind of aspirations. It is normal, but we are not living for this kind of elementary uh, things. We are living for some, some superior values. We have to be dedicated to these values, religious, national, civilizational, cultural, moral values. Without it, we are not anymore human beings. We are just a stupid crowd, which is who is which is manipulated by globalists, huh? by people who teach us to to have positive thinking. To well, you, well, you know, you know what's interesting, Yuri, is you mentioned earlier you went through kind of all these different like striations that happen in society, whether it's you know via um, you know the gender issues we're having or the racist relations we're having, all these different yeah. issues. Those are all things that divide and, and striate people, right? But what you're talking yeah. about now, like like religion and the family and community, those are all things that bring people together. So oh, okay. interestingly enough, those are all things that are diametrically opposed to the globalist agenda in that way. Of course, that's why <laughs> uh, they are destroying all elements of collective identity. Mm, that's globalist, interesting. Globalist, yeah, they are destroying family, throughout indiv liberal individualism, throughout gender uh, agenda, throughout throughout transgender revolution, throughout so-called feminism. Uh, when I am reading. Books in English or, or in French, in Romanian, not not yet, in, or in Russian. I am discovering permanently he or she, he or she. Why? Because this obsession that feminists will criticize you if you if you are quoting in one sense sentence only men. Yeah, we have to regain normal social uh, structure and hierarchical society. And they are destroying our religion. They destroyed our religion because most of Western nations lost their Christian identity. They are New Age, they are hippies, they are everywhere, everything, but not necessarily active Christians. In America, maybe it is a little bit better, in rural America especially. At the same time, uh, the uniformization throughout technology and mass media and internet it means total disappearance of local cultures, of local languages, of local traditions. We are global citizens now. We are we are living not in global village, but in global glo global city. Yeah, and they have all technological, financial, and uh, psychological tools to impose step by step by step this demonic agenda and you look at the young generation how many people from young generation are thinking about it not so many people sure. who is ready to to have a lot of children huh? who is ready to to react uh, very in very strong way against feminism against transgenderism against gay movement lgbtqi and 
all this stuff, not so many people. That's why Putin's strategy of communication is better because when he is saying something, people from collective West are receiving it as action. No, it is just <laughs> slogan or, or, or speech, but it is receiving this maximum sensibility because, because in Western societies, uh, those agendas are imposed to every political leader, big or small, doesn't matter. In Moldova, the same story, for example, because we are colonized country. All ex-communist countries became colonies. First of all, civilizational colonies, and after that, economical and political colonies of collective West. And in Russia, the same story, and in China, the same story. I used to be during last uh, several well, ten years in Iraq, in Iran, pardon, in Iran several times, in Syria, in Lebanon, in other countries, and I discovered how this kind of poison technology uh, and the uniformization of uh, behavior and uh, gesture and uh, body language and everything is moving forward forward in in, in uh, societies as eastern societies from uh, 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 iran or others everybody is with iphone and facebook and when we are talking in english all young generation people from tehran for example are asking us uh, where are you from oh, i would like to come to 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 the west I would like to to uh, to be uh, European or, or American citizen because uh, we have uh, their better life. And now the invasion of your country is a, a direct result of this fascination, of this American dream, of this uh, uh, strategy of cultural war. I, I I guess like looking at it then, Yuri, like the question that that we always get and it's it's interesting because I actually don't know if it matters that much. But the question we get often is, well, OK, so we have this globalist agenda. Well, who's actually running the agenda? And at the same time, it's like, does it actually matter to know who's running the agenda? or Does it just matter that we know what we're supposed to do? I guess. What's your viewpoint on that? Yeah. Uh, what to do? Good question. Do not acquiesce. Do not obey. Do not accept, reject it, not silently, but loudly. Fight back. Be free man. Be a real fighter. Mm -hmm. Just do not accept. They, uh, globalists had this huge opportunity, COVID-19 pandemic, in order to verify the level of obedience of global society. And it works. It worked for them because not so many people were able to resist. By the way, in my country, we have the lowest level of mass injection. <laughs> and people who have these papers usually paid medical doctors to obtain <laughs> those papers. We are more, we are, uh, more uh, skeptical than the Western societies. <laughs> Do you think that's what it comes down to then is just being more skeptical, questioning more, thinking for yourself and making decisions rather than just follow? Yeah. Is, is, it, is, it yeah. is that the simplicity of it? Yeah, it is, uh, it is uh, very simple because, you know, we can put 
all kinds of responsibilities to this Luciferian, satanic, demonic elite. And it is real, a spiritual war, first of all, a spiritual war. And after that, geopolitical, economic, and so on. But we have to keep in mind that God gave us the capacity to think, to have rational thinking, to feel freedom, and to be free if you are not able to use these kind of gifts, it is up to you to die or to be a slave. If you have this very strong feeling of personal dignity and honor, and uh, uh, you are able to fight to keep these values, you will do it, if not. But my, my expect expectancy is that... Uh, uh, they will uh, determine nations to react by their arrogance. They perceive themselves as all-powerful, and they are convinced that we are dead. And people like you or myself or some others, not so many people, are just marginal uh, guys who are talking between them, and it, no, it is not uh, this kind of activity is not able to affect their agenda. That's why they are so concentrated on imposing this censorship everywhere to build trust, yeah? <laughs> to quote WEF agenda, the last uh, topics they discussed. They are trying, my, uh, for example, my YouTube channel was uh, destroyed by globalists two years ago. Why? Because I had several hundred thousands of viewers of my <laughs> improvisations yeah uh, they brought they destroyed my facebook account because my viewers were from time to time half of million or million viewers it is a huge number of people here in the romanian speaking area yeah and they are trying to silence us but anyhow when they will come to uh to take our properties, our houses, our uh, uh, goods, all kinds of goods, I hope nations will react. Of course, I am afraid, but we know, because we know their capacity to exercise collective mind control throughout uh, radio wave, radio wave, or uh, all this stuff, uh, 5G, 6G, 7G, and uh, antennas, it is not a joke. It is not a joke. I have many books on this uh, topic. I studied during several years of this, uh, all this stuff. And uh, Elon Musk with his satellites, yeah? I, I maybe... what is your, what's your opinion on him? Because I, like, I, when I look at it, Yuri, like, I'm kind of terrified of Neuralink. Like, I, I don't yeah. want anything in my head. Like, what what do you no, think no. about a guy like that? Is he is he no, like somebody that we all, should be concerned about? He is a frontman. He is a frontman. Okay. He is not a great inventor and a scientist and so on. He, of course, he is very rich, but he is an, a person who is incarnating technocracy and transhumanism. And all normal people must think, why I have to upload him? Why I have to admire him? Because he is uh, uh, 
good looking because he visited his recently Israel and after that uh, Poland to to discover once again uh, all this stuff about Holocaust and huh? and that's why I am uh, scandalized and I am solidarity with Mr. David uh, Ike when he is criticizing criticizing uh, uh, Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones for example who joined this uh, guy and who is applauding uh, great personality uh, and uh, the richest man who became so uh, uh, open for uh, Axe project or former uh, Twitter project and no no censorship it is not true Twitter is censored but not I'm not about uh, not talking about it how we can talk without any emotions negative of course reactions when he is proposing to penetrate your brain by uh, chips and Putin was asked and Putin was uh, was very enchanted by this project why because Putin as as ordinary Soviet guy is considering that technical and scientific progress is permanently positive way of uh, developing humanity that's why I am afraid that the young generation is not so able to understand deeply this kind of psychological operations and the intention to uh, make this uh, uh, merging between human and machine yeah and to promote this not only ideology but practice of so-called augmented man this is terrifying reality because I think I think when you look at it, the younger generation, too, I think they've been like desensitized in a lot of ways where like, you know, you or myself would wouldn't be willing to give away like as much like personal identifying information as they do. Right. Like they give away so much more information than we would ever think of on social media and different apps and things like that. And I think they've really been desensitized to like what actually having a private sphere of life is. Yeah, Absolutely. And uh, anyhow, my hope is that uh, they will be not able uh, in that moment, moment, if you like, we can quote this uh, famous uh, expression, trigger event. We are waiting now for, for trigger event. Yeah. Uh, usually trigger events are happened when rulers are so uh, arrogant, so... Uh, aggressive against their own nations that people cannot tolerate anymore this kind of abuses and uh, and violation of rights and so on and property and political and so on rights and it would be the right moment to react but if you permit me just very shortly maybe next time we can discuss uh, this uh, topic in details our trap is liberal trap. Many of us, especially in the Western societies, are uh, have this uh, kind of illusion that throughout elections we can solve these kind of problems. No. That's why my slogan is, of course, our reaction to Great Reset is Great Awakening. But after Great Awakening, we need we need the great uprising excuse me it is not very democratic but without it we cannot survive 
I am talking about self-defense, not about aggressivity and the intention to kill somebody. But we are now under real threat to be destroyed. Human civilization and my family and your family and your relatives and so on and so forth. We have to react, react one day, but it, it couldn't be the result of my speeches or some politicians will uh, invite us to, <laughs> to make a coup d'etat. No. It is a process of accumulation of uh, social energy or revolt, if you want, or uh, negative feeling. And in one day, in one concrete moment, somebody will react. Maybe in US, maybe in Russia, maybe in France, maybe I don't know. And thanks to internet, this example could be very uh, good for other countries. Without it, I, to be to be modest, uh, modest <laughs> or to be honest, I published uh, several weeks, uh, several months ago, my uh, latest book. And the name is The Fall from Capitalism to Technocracy. Uh, notes of uh, a dissident uh, under a new world order. About what I am talking about, the real feeling that we are under risk to disappear as human civilization. Who is responsible? People who have, who kept their instinct normal instinct, biological instinct, which is uh, instinct of, uh, uh, to survive somehow at any cost. You cannot ask, ask your killers, please don't kill me, I, I, I'll be okay. No, I will kill you because it is my project, it is my agenda, it is my strategy, mass depopulation, and so on and so forth. And we have to fight back. And to finish this long story with the mass democracy, uh, republic, and uh, all this liberal religion, but it is a special uh, topic maybe next time. <laughs> well, Yuri, I, I've really enjoyed this conversation. You know, for people listening, like I definitely recommend that. I know you're you write a lot, so people should really check out your writing because you really delve into some some very interesting and well thought out you know thoughts and things like that. So how should people find your writing? How can people engage with you? And I definitely want to have you back on in the future because I think there's a lot more for us to unpack here, which is kind of more time than we have today. But where can people find you? Where can people connect with your work, sir? Uh, my uh, news, because my, my basic uh, site was destroyed by security service in my country <laughs> and my media resources were broken by... Uh, state bodies here uh, i was uh, obliged to to launch another project and some friends of mine are working now to build this uh, new uh, blog and uh, i will send you this uh, link you can put it under your uh, video and i have there maybe 15, maybe 20 articles in English, in French, in Portuguese, in Italian, in German, and so forth. But uh, basically, I'm trying to, to write not only in Romanian or Russian, but uh, in English too, because we need to communicate and to help others 
to understand the real meaning of this uh, total war. My next international conference, I am organizing every single year Kishinev Forum, it means international think tank. Uh, last one was concentrated on um, Great Reset from the fall from capitalism to technocracy and transhumanism. And the uh, next one, which will be held in, in May this year, uh, have has this uh, main topic, unrestricted warfare, a holistic approach. We have to uh, discuss and to launch this strong, strong message that this very complex, very sophisticated, very multidimensional war against humanity must be understood deeper by systemic, holistic approach in order to help others to share our ideas and to become part of this total struggle, struggle against our enemies. Well, Yuri Rushka, thank you so much for, for hanging out with me today, sir. Thank you.